Two guys who love talking about a game within a game in association with Fantasy Football Scout. I'm Peterson. I'm Andrew. And this is FPL Sidenet. Hello, managers. Welcome back to the FPL Sidenet Podcast. We are recording this on Friday morning, December the 8th, fresh off Hot off the heels, I should say, from another disastrous game week, game week 15. Andrew, um, he's back. He's here, as always, and he's got his uh, Darwin Nunez braids. So very interesting look he got there. Yeah, that's right. I, I went to the um, I went to the barber and I said, I want you to make me look like a female UFC fighter. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I think they nailed it. I think they nailed it. <laughs> that's exactly who we look like. Oh my god! The, when I saw it, I'm like, what's this remind me of? I couldn't. I know. I just thought of like a 16 year old girl that goes to Bali with their mother, dad, and just gets oh yeah, well, the, there's that as well. Goes back to school with all the braids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, his face isn't smashed up enough to actually be a <laughs> UFC fighter. Needs the cauliflower ears. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's correct. <laughs> oh, from glam to wham, like our gay weeks. But um, uh, you did. Be- you were telling me you had an awful gay week, but you did better than me, Mister. No, I didn't say I had an awful game week. I said I definitely had an awful today. Um, but yeah, my game week was okay in the end. Um, relative to everyone else, which I guess is all that matters. Yeah. Um. I think I end up getting 40 points. Yeah, I've mm-hmm. got it, it's showing 39, but I've got a big one pointer coming off the bench oh. uh, for Simicast. So, you know, a bit of bench jam there with uh, Gahey's one point. <laughs> um, Take it. Yeah, 100%. But yeah, no, I ended up getting um, nothing from my goalkeeper or defense, nothing from my forwards at all. So just blanks across the board Dubravka, Lascelles, Pinnock, um, Simicast, who's turning into Gahey, Harland, Watkins, just blanks everywhere. But, um, I had a decent week basically because my midfield all kind of did the business. So yeah, six, six points from Bermo or Bumo, um, seven from Martinelli. So which is basically the sole reason why I got a green arrow because no one else really owns him. Yeah, uh, five from Saka, eight from Palmer, and and um, Salah captain got me six points. Um, so yeah, added up to forty, and I, my rank has gone. I suppose we should briefly talk about the previous game week as well, because we haven't recorded since then. So I got a red arrow the previous game week, which I think took me down to about 650K or something. Let me me check. But then I got a green, a green arrow this game week and that's taken me back up. Yeah. So I went red from 550 to 625K last week and then I'm back up to 527K. So over the last two game weeks, since we last recorded, I've, I've just gone up about, 23,000 K. Yeah. Um, so not, not really going anywhere fast, but I guess. I just go down. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's right. And I think 500 around 500 K this time of year is okay. Like it's, uh, it's still within reach of, you know, a good season. If I, if I launch from here. Yeah. And um, yeah, you mentioned Martinelli. He's probably one. If he didn't have fires to put out, he might've been one of those players on the chopping block. But uh, the fact that he delivered this game week, and mm. he's such low ownership for you in a week where, like you said, all the popular picks didn't really do much. Huge help. Yeah. 
Yeah, Martinelli has been basically in my mind for the last couple of weeks as being sort of next man out. Like I thought that he it was obvious he was an obvious route to um, Sun. Yeah. Um, you know, I couldn't, I, I didn't do it um, yet. I, I did a, I took a hit last week because I went, um, I brought in a defender for Dan Byrne and then I took a hit for Cole Palmer who, um, who was benched. Yeah. Um, and then this week, who did I bring in this week? I don't even remember. Uh, Dubravka. Um, yes, I brought in Dubravka this week. Um, so yeah, I keep on putting off getting rid of Martinelli. And now that, now that we've got all these other issues, I've still got, I've still got Bumo. I've still got Matty Cash. I think Martinelli's going to have to wait. Um, you know, now that he scored that goal, he doesn't look like so much of a problem anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. It feels like at the moment we don't really have transfers for uh, moves we want to make. We're having to use them for moves we have to make. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's of... true. But I think that's pretty standard for this time of year. And I think yeah, that that's that's part of FPL. Like I think that I think it's 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 actually good because it's um. I think it's uh, it's not an easy skill to correctly manage um, things that you don't expect. So it's easy to, you know, to look at what the template is and work towards it over a number of weeks. But when you've got to react quickly to unexpected injuries or, um, you know, suspensions, then that sort of, um, I think that's that sometimes is what can separate the good managers from the bad. But uh, I guess we'll see how we go with the, the Bumo injury. It's going to be interesting to see how people respond to that. Yeah, yeah, because there's, you know, around that price, there's, there's a lot of different options we've seen this season, but a lot of them are already in a lot of sides. So mm. that, that pool of, of player talent that we keep fishing in just gets a bit smaller and smaller every game week because it was like it was like Eze and Bowen. And then over the last few weeks, we, we probably moved those players out to get guys in like um, Bumo. But now he's out too. And yeah, but we will we will touch on that predicament. A little bit more in detail in a sec, but uh, myself. Yeah, sure. So yeah, you finished with forty. I finished with thirty-eight. Yep. Um, nice. Like yourself, huge bench jam. Charlie Taylor's one point coming off nice. the bench this week. Not the ten from the last game week where he was sitting <laughs> no, on my no. bench. <laughs> That's not what came on, of course. <laughs> oh, of course, of course not. But yeah, not all heroes were case. But um, yeah, the only points to come from my defense was Pedro Porro. So five points, which is great. I don't know how he managed to keep hold of the two bonus points in that game. Yeah, it's um, actually incredible that he can concede two goals yeah, and, and get, get a, yellow a yellow card, card. and get two bonus points. Like, yeah. I guess that just goes to show um, how attacking he is, how many chances yeah. he's creating, how many crosses he's putting in, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, he had, um, he had a shot on target um, late in the game. That probably just like held on to those points for dear life. So do yeah, in get, a week do you get a plus one for a shot on target or you just is it just uh, a minus one for a shot off target? I think it's I think, I think it's more for shots off target. Yeah, but you get I, a minus one for a shot off target. I know that. Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah. I'm I, I may be in, incorrect there. But yeah, Pedro, I mean a great start to the, the game with him getting yet another assist and in a season where clean sheets are so hard to come by Pedro Porro. I've talked about him before on the show. Just one of those players that just ticks over with attacking returns. And it's almost like he's playing as like a false nine. A lot of the time when you watch Spurs play, he's just yeah. in the box. He's like everywhere you want your forward to be. And he's he's a fullback. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty amazed his ownership is as low as it is. But I have a feeling it's probably going to start to skyrocket with, like you said, guys like Matty Cash now out of favor. And um, yeah. yeah, managers trying to decide what to do but yeah Zimic, uh, Simicast yeah rooted to the bench unfortunately and yeah Ari- Ariola zero points so 
didn't I feel like a right tit this morning? I see what you've done there. <laughs> I made a boob joke. <laughs> uh, um, never get old. Yes, yeah, so I did not see that injury coming. Then Fabianski did pretty well in goals um, today too. He faced a barrage of shots. So, um, yeah. so yeah, just just when I thought I had things sorted out with my team, I've got uh, Ariola and Bumo problem um, in my side. But yeah, midfield um, wise, yeah, Bumo points, Saka points, um, Cole Palmer points, which was a lovely jubbly as a Chelsea fan, even though they lost. Um, and Mo Salah captain did absolutely nothing, but. Forward line, yeah, the Nordic meat shield didn't produce any goods, even though he had a, that double double shot on goals in yeah. against Villa where he could have scored both and Martinez Hell just yeah. went full World Cup mode, Martinez, for for that brief moment in time. And, yeah, Watkins did nothing. But Darwin Nunez off the bench getting what can only be described as the ultimate Darwin Nunez assist for a goal where he is clean on through, makes the wrong yep. decision, has yep. to backtrack, commits what is probably a red card foul, I think. If he's, you reckon? Yeah, I, I, I think he's a bit lucky. Double double leg from behind, manages to get the ball and then puts the ball into Sommersly. So on another day, yep. that goes to Byron. He could easily get sent off. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. He already had, I mean... He already had a yellow card because he kicked the ball away or something. Yeah. So even if it's just a yellow card foul, yeah. he's um he's often it could have it could have been a yellow card foul and he's often suspended for next game, which is you know the last thing that managers need with all the other problems that oh. we've got now in our teams. And I, I'd missed that goal live. Um, I, I think I was fucking around with with some some of the other games, and so when I went back to watch it, I knew oh yeah, he, Darwin gets the assist in injury time, and and watching him running through on goals. I'm like, oh, this is it. There's there's nothing that could possibly go wrong here. But obviously he manages just to give the ball away in ultimate Darwin fashion. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, oh, no, how did he get away with that? <laughs> Mate, I don't know. It would have been a lot more controversial, I suppose, if it were, if they weren't already winning 1-0. Probably yeah. didn't matter result-wise, yeah. but... Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't all that concerned when I saw his name on the bench because he's the type of guy that... You know, he could play 90 minutes and miss five chances or play five minutes and create like four. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it's it's one of those ones I'm not too fussed. And I mean, he did end up with the three points, but um, he matched yeah. Salah in the end. He did. He did match Salah. So maybe I should have captained Big Darwin. But yeah. <laughs> maybe um, so. Anyway, it was a green arrow, which is a nice sight. Um, not a huge one, but I'll take it. So I'm up to 1.2 um, million now. But yeah. Um, Got got some got some thinking to do, and one of the big things that you mentioned before was Brian Bumo. So, mm-hmm. just as he had made his way into all of our sides, he's now injured. Yep. And yeah, Thomas yeah. Frank he um came out and said that, um, confirming that he's definitely not playing this weekend and probably for a few weeks. So yeah, that's. And at this time of the year, a few weeks is like seventeen game weeks. So correct. <laughs> And with Afcon yeah, so, on the horizon too, it's just it's it's well, an they've obvious. They've got a sell. blank. They've got a blank in eighteen right. if he's fit by then, and then he's got Afcon. So he's yeah. he's gone until February, basically, in terms of our teams, and then by then, um, Tony's back. Yeah. So that he, that might be the end. That's probably the end of him as an FPL option for the season potentially, unless Tony gets signed by um, a bigger club in the January transfer window. Yeah, we'll we'll see, but um. Like we mentioned, there's that pool of players. I mean, 
around Bumo's price and many of us sort of like sideways move from Bowen or Eze, but um, yep. are there players on the top of your, of, of the, of a wish list, shall we say? Because we probably all got like the similar, similar players. Like I, I think personally, I think probably one of the best options is someone like Cole Palmer for Chelsea with that yep. Chelsea run starting now. Now he's already yep. in a lot of sides but there's yep. also a ton more sides that he's not in. So I think that's probably the most obvious transfer, would you say? Probably. Um, although I guess it depends on your team. Like there's a few other transfers. There's a few other options that you've got as well. I think Gordon around the same price yeah. point. Um, yeah. For people that already have Palmer is a pretty good option. Yeah. Um, and great I think, fixtures. Or who? Like for, for both. Palmer and... Oh, for both. That's right. Um, I, yeah. Pa- Palmer and... Um, Gordon, like the fixtures between now and like game week, like 19, I would say, are, are really juicy. Yeah, I, I guess so. Although um, Everton away has is has proven recently <laughs> not to be a good fixture. We, yes. we saw it this morning um, with the Newcastle game. And I guess um, for Gordon, um, the other thing that Newcastle have proved recently is any away fixture is not a good fixture for them. Yeah. Um, so, you know, um, they've got Spurs away next and obviously Spurs are always going to concede goals. So I would say that that's maybe even a better fixture for Gordon than the um, away to Everton is for Palmer. Yeah, Given recent events, yeah. But beyond that, both players have got really good fixtures. So I think if you had... Yeah, I, I guess if you if you didn't have either, it would be a difficult decision as to which one is the best one to go for. True. Um, if you got one, then I think that yeah, the other one is pretty clear as the best option. I'm... Who who would you go for if you had neither Palmer or Gordon? Who would you go for? If oh, I had you're neither... a Chelsea fan, so you're going to say Palmer. Well, I mean, the, I had this decision last game week um, when I got rid of Bowen, and so I had the choice between Gordon and Palmer, and I ended up going with. With Palmer now over the two game weeks, like Gordon did great in the previous game week, and Palmer's done great in this game week. So, um, yeah, but I mean, we do know Palmer has the penalties, and you know that said, in the previous game week, had he come off off the bench a minute earlier, he probably would have taken the penalty that Enzo Fernandez took. Um, But uh, a a good sign here is that Palmer actually got a goal from open play, which he hadn't Mm -hmm. done this season. Um, in the league, I, I, I should stress that. But, um, yeah, with those, I mean, the fixtures really do look good. I think Ch- Chelsea's are probably better, like especially looking at um, game week, taking game week 20 and 21 into consideration because um, Newcastle in game week 20 and 21 face then Liverpool and City. Yeah, correct. Yeah, um, they're be- they're better for longer, aren't they? It's better. It's better um, for longer as long as both players stay fit. But um, I am a little bit yeah. concerned with Newcastle. So their starting eleven today was basically the same eleven that they've had for the last four games, and they are yep. down to bare bones. And I, I suppose we shouldn't be too shocked that a result happened like it did at Everton this morning because. Yep. At this time of the year, you can only get away with so much. And they put in some mammoth performances like in Paris and, and against Chelsea as well. So right. Um, but they, they tend to bounce back pretty good. They they haven't really we haven't really seen under Eddie Howe when they like really suffer a bad defeat that it ends up in a slump. They tend they they have bounced back very quickly when that's happened. 
I think I think it's because they're just so good at home. Yeah. So while ever they've got a home game on the horizon, they're not going to string a you know a run of losses together. But it seems to me like you know they are, as you said, they they are really tired and they're kind of at the absolute edge of you know using their squad. Yeah. Um, and it just seems in the away games for whatever reason, you know, whether it's the travel or whether it's just you know not having the comforts of home or whatever, but they seem to really. Uh, it, they, they get exposed in, in the away games, the thinness of the squad at the moment, whereas yeah. in the home games, they can still sort of pull it together. So, yeah, I mean, we saw Trippier um, when they lost to Bournemouth. He kind of snapped a little bit at the crowd and talking, you know, yelling at the crowd about how many injuries they had. Yeah. Um, then they, you know, they had two weeks off because of a um, an international break and they seem to um, benefit a lot from that. But now they've had another away game and they've had another really disappointing performance and result in an away game. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how they go against Tottenham because there's basically, I guess if you're going to say, give me the two teams in the Premier League at the moment that are struggling the most with injuries and squad depth, then it's Newcastle and Tottenham. So it's going to yeah. be like a, a battle of the battlers this it, weekend. It, it really is. Um, another thing to keep in mind with Newcastle is that they head into next week's Champions League game against Milan, and it's an absolute must-win, and it's at home. Yeah. Um, yeah. So a lot of energy and performance, and probably just um, vibes, everything like and focus, focus. Like the crowd is that's probably the only thing that will. Or everyone in Newcastle is probably thinking about like they have to win that game to progress. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so it's it's interesting to see where their mind will be at for this away game against Spurs. Yeah, that that's right. So, um, yeah. So that I mean, Spurs this weekend, which is a tough one, and then yeah, yep. Milan at home. I mean, yeah, two two huge games, especially with Spurs probably wanting to bounce back after another um, Spurs like performance, giving away another um, lead and and losing. So that they've really hit a bit of a slump since they took took the lead in the league. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay, well, I guess um, looping back to the Bumo conversation, then we probably agree that Palmer, especially with penalties, is the best option um, over Gordon. But, yeah. I mean, there's probably a few other options out there. You know, like I've, um, I think you mentioned Bowen earlier. Like he's apparently back and fit and he's scoring again. So, yeah, um, you know, and was it, Bumo, was a lot of people was, probably went. Sorry, go on. Oh, no, I was going to say, I mean, he was involved in both goals this morning. Now, I don't think he got the assist for the James Ward-Prowse they didn't give it to him, no. Um, no, no, but he was he was heavily involved and um yeah, just yeah, leading the line there. But yeah, sorry about that. Bowen, oh, seven point no, six. Not at all. Yeah, I mean a lot of people might have gone or some people might have gone Bowen to Bumo. Yeah. Um, and is it a matter of, you know, going straight back now? That that's that's definitely something to consider as well. Mm. Um and then for me, you know, I've I've actually got a decent chunk of money in the bank, so and I haven't got Sun, so I'm trying to figure. I, I have, I had been trying to figure a way to go Bumo all the way up to Sun, um, but now, as of this morning, it seems like Sun might have limped off with a little bit of an injury late in the game. He did. So now I'm not even. But now I I'm not even sure about him. I did see some reports that um, basically saying he's going to be fine for the weekend. So. <laughs> It just doesn't make sense to me. They're down 2-1 and he's their only striker and best player. Why would you take him off with a few minutes to go if he's fine? Oh, son. I yeah. think he, didn't he stay on for like the whole game though? 
No, he came. He got subbed off late in the game on like the 88th minute or something. Did he? I, I completely missed that, and I was watching it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's what that's the mate. That's what concerns me. Let, I'm just going to check just to make sure I'm not the one that's smoking crack here. <laughs> yeah, because he he was limping. Yeah, he no, did. he went off in the 88th minute. Ah, oh, he and did. And he looked like he kind of looked like he was limping, and that's why I'm like, well. He must have a little bit of an injury. They wouldn't take him off when they're down two one with a couple of minutes to go if he didn't need to come off. Oh, uh, was that where? The, oh, that was when they brought on that young Spaniard kid. That uh, was the end. Yes, yeah, I, I remember now. Velez. Yeah, I just completely missed that. It was sun going off. Anyways. Yeah. So where did you see that he was going to be fine? Uh, I'd seen something floating around on FPL Twitter that um, I, I think it might have been one of the above average guys saying that. The word is he's going to be fine for the weekend, but okay. yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I my my plan this week had been to take another hit because now I've taken one hit, the floodgates are open. I'm just going to be hit happy from now on. Um, <laughs> I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking of taking another hit and going cash down to Colwell, which would have you know, which obviously strengthens my defense because Chelsea have got good fixtures coming up. Um, and then that would have given me just enough cash to go Boomo up to Sun. Yeah. Um, the only problem with that, and I was pretty, I was pretty set on that. But the only problem with that is that um, I assume Boomo is going to go down in price probably today. So um, I'm going to have to make those moves in the next two hours before the prices change if I'm going to do it. So I'm going to have to be pretty comfortable that Sun's okay. Mm, yeah, it's so. It's a lot of money to outlay and, and also when you've got that deadline with the Asian Cup coming up. But, I mean, there's so many fixtures between now and then anyway. I, yeah, I I'm, really... not, I'm not concerned about that at all, to be honest, yeah. because we're, lo- we're losing a player who's going away for AFCON anyway and yeah. we didn't intend to lose that. So it's almost like we're in the same position as we were before. If we're losing Bumo and picking up someone else that's going to go. Um, and as you said, he's just he's got that many fixtures between now and then, and good mm. fixtures. Like Spurs have got really good fixtures after the Newcastle game. Yeah, that's the next, right. The, the four after that. So I'm not sure I can handle hiding behind the couch without having sun mm. um, for those four fixtures. I've, I'm sick. I was sick of this morning. I hated watching that Spurs game without sun. So yeah, it's I, I yeah I'm I'm the same. I hate watching games when you you're more um, vested interest is that players don't do stuff rather than your own players doing stuff. It, it's it's yeah. the worst side of, of playing FBR. But because I was planning on bringing him in, I was like, I hope he looks fantastic, but just somehow doesn't score. You know what I mean? Like, I hope he... <laughs> don't <laughs> so do too good. A... Do good. Don't do bad. But... <laughs> it's a real specific situation that I'm looking for, Sonny boy. <laughs> Here is your anyway. KPIs. But uh, uh, one player we, we didn't really touch on was Huang. So oh, yeah. he has been on fire this season. Seven non-penalty goals this season. Um, he's been he's cheap as chips. He's only five point seven. So but, has he got eight goals then? Because he's got a pen as well. Oh yes, so it must be eight then. Um, but I must caveat that he has four yellow cards. He has four yellow cards. He so, does. So I mean, who's to say he does get another yellow card between now and? when he has to leave, but um, they're fixtures. You just don't want him to get it. You just don't want to have someone with four yellow cards heading into that blank because we're going to need our full squad in the blank. Yeah. You know, like Obviously, exactly. you know, if it's next week, you can just get your Charlie Taylor 10 points off the bench, no problem. Mm. But if it's in the blank game week 18. Yeah. So no. they need, I think it's, I think it's four more fixtures. So they have to get to like game week 19 or 20 without getting I think any it must, yellow cards. It card. must be 19 because it's like the first run through, right? Of, of, yeah. 
That's over right. Playing all the other teams. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Huang's next fixture is at home against Forest, which is a huge game. And there's a lot of rumors that Steve Cooper, the man with the face off, is going to get sacked. And it sort of looked after the game that he was almost saying farewell to the traveling fans after they got absolutely I, battered at Fulham. But it, it there's did still look no like he, it, it did look like he kind of knew. Yeah. Um, like, I don't know whether like there'd been conversations beforehand, but he basically said, look, what's best for me is what's best, best for the club. So that kind of sounded to me like someone that um, knew what was up and he didn't see any point in continuing to try to fight. Mm, yeah, I mean, it's, job. A, a five nil away isn't isn't a good sign. And if anything's to go by, I don't know if you saw this, uh, but the uh, forest owner uh, Maranakis, um, someone found his um, Fulham pass for the game um, thrown in someone's hedge. Apparently, he was so angry after he left the game, he just tossed it into someone's front yard. <laughs> it was in someone's well, hedge. <laughs> that's a, I mean, that's a collector's item. I'd be, that'd be straight on marketplace if it was me. If I yeah, found that. especially it'd be great if you were a Fulham fan living at that house after a five year win, and then you see their owner just angrily tossing his, his um, all access pass, but. Um, that that's pretty funny there, but uh, you mentioned the the blank in game week eighteen. Now, Huang in that game week they trap travel to Chelsea. Now, it's not necessarily a very hard fixture. Yeah, I mean we're gonna. Ha- I think it's gonna be a pretty low scoring week. Like we have got Arsenal playing Liverpool that week, so mm. um, I'm not that worried about what fixture you have in eighteen, as yeah. long as you have a fixture. Yeah, that's right. I mean we've 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 seen that no one is keeping clean sheets. If no one's yeah. keeping clean sheets, it means everyone's scoring, right? So yeah. there are points, there are attacking returns available against just about anyone. Yeah. Um, and if Wolves are going to score a goal against Chelsea, which I think they probably are, then you'd think that Huang is going to be involved in that. So I wouldn't stress too much about about that. Um, yeah, and Chelsea are will, leaking goals for fun, so who knows what's going to happen well, by right. the time they get to 18. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that I would just – I wouldn't look at 18 too hard as long as you've got a, a fixture in 18. Yeah. Um, unless it was, you know, if it was City away or something, then maybe. But otherwise, it's just – as long as you've got a fixture, that's fine. Like, I would just rather look at the at the totality of the next four or five weeks when I'm making my transfer decision. Yeah, yeah. Now, um, there's something to add with with Huang, which is which is quite funny because he's also South Korean, like Sun. Where the classic tale with Hung Min Sun was that he always outperformed his XG. He was just yeah. really good at finishing. And Huang's in the exact same situation this season. So no one has come close to him this season in outperforming their non penalty XG. So he has the seven goals, but his his XG has been like three point four this season. So. Yeah. Yep. He's doing remarkably well. And we, we've seen when Wolves score, he's involved one way or another. He's either on the end of it or he's assisting. So, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, not many people know this, but when South Koreans go away for their military service, all they do is just hit bangers from outside the box for the whole time. <laughs> they just practice their non-penalty <laughs> yeah. XG. They, they tell their families that they're doing military training, but really they're just absolutely hitting top bins all, all day, all night. <laughs> That's a classic. So, Oh, we might we might need Sonaldo to um to, to confirm that for us. <laughs> we, I, that we might have one of those like fact check things come up on the Twitter feed. We don't, we don't um, fact check here on this show. No, yeah. but we we are yep. pro South. I just want to stress yeah, so. that. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Anyway, 
but any any other players that you think maybe we should think about, or are they sort of the pool of players? Like, I mean, I think Brighton have good fixtures coming up, but I don't know. Brighton just don't feels you dare really... talk about Matoma again. No, we're not going back to the Matoma. <laughs> we're not going back to a drinker, maybe like he looked pretty yeah. good or. Yeah, well, I mean, I he know. started every game, but he's just not getting returns. Like, he yeah. seems to be a good player, but he's not actually involved in the goals. Yeah. I don't know. I, I can't really think of anyone unless, um, I guess the only other option is if you wanted to do something a bit spicy and you had a little bit of extra money, then you could go up to like a Martinelli from Arsenal or like a Luis Diaz oh, yeah. um, from Chelsea. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you were because I mean, Chelsea, uh, sorry, I said from Chelsea, oh, from um, Liverpool, Liverpool. Yeah, sorry, I don't know why I said Chelsea, <laughs> but um, right. Liverpool have got yeah. really good fixtures coming up as well, don't they? The next they few. do, they do. Yeah, um, so, but you I know, mean, a lot of people out there have probably already doubled up, maybe even tripled up. On yeah, Liverpool. well, that's true. Like, I mean, most people have got Salah, and probably more than half of the engaged managers got Simakas. Yeah. So if you've already got Darwin, um. Or if you're, yeah, if you want to get Trent or Keller or even, yeah, Keller, is it? Weaven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, no, I think if you if you weren't tripled up on Liverpool, it's an option, like a spicy pick that might um, get you some differential points over the next few weeks. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. I mean, the, there's always the city options, but with that, they've got the blank coming up in 18 and you just yeah, have a feeling true. that you could get, so like Foden's looked unreal the last few game weeks but i just know that if i get Foden in that's going to be the week he doesn't play <laughs> yeah which yeah, is classic yeah Foden is uh, he's just caused me so much pain over the years i just don't think i could go back mm. but yeah i mean there are quite a few options that are a little bit outside the box that you could go for if you were if you wanted to go a little different yeah 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 okay yeah we've, we've got we've got some thinking to do and i mean that deadline is coming it's fast approaching. So this time yeah, you don't and- really have to think, you just act. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, I feel like my deadline's in two hours because of <laughs> what I said about the um the price changes are gonna are gonna rule out the move that I was thinking about. Yeah. So um that's just how quickly you've got to act um this time of year. You've yeah. really just gotta um make a gut call and then just run with it and then hope that it works out. Yeah, exactly. But what we'll do is we'll um, we'll take a quick break. And on the other side of this, we will preview that fast approaching game week 16 and try and pick out some goodwill punting picks. All right. Welcome back to the FPL Side Net Podcast. And now it's time to look ahead to game week 16. No Rest for the wicked. And we are back to the early lunchtime kickoff, which means a 10 p.m. FPL deadline for us here in Australia. And early lunchtime kickoff for Liverpool. Don't mention that to Jurgen Klopp. He's a little bit touchy on, on the situation. Uh, they did you are, see the video? I did see him. the video. <laughs> oh, that was uh, frosty. That was spicy. <laughs> yes. Did they not have comedy anyway. in Germany? No, I don't think. You know what? I don't think they do. They've got... um. They've got, you know, Volvos and David Hasselhoff, and that's about it. <laughs> oh, wait. so we've upset South Koreans, North Koreans, and Germans today. <laughs> did we upset the South Koreans? Did we? No, I think uh, no. I think I definitely did, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but also someone who's a little bit grumpy at the moment is Roy Hodgson. So he says the, the Palace fans have probably been a little bit spoilt over the, over the recent years. And, yeah. 
They probably didn't expect to lose at home to Bournemouth the other day like they did. No. Um, well, I didn't actually see that. What did Roy Hodgson say? Oh, he was just, you know, because the Palace fans were booing after the game. So, uh, okay. he, yeah, maybe they shouldn't take things for granted. But, yeah. Battle of... Yeah, I mean, I think they, they, they probably don't realise how good Bournemouth are these days. Mm. Yeah, true, true. Exactly. But I just realised with this game, um, it's sort of like that, the Christmas... Is it the Christmas movie, The Ghost of Christmas Past and Present? And what's that? That's a Christmas Carol movie, isn't it? Yeah, the, yep, that's right. It, it's, stay with me here. It's it's a, it's a long stretch, but that you know, Jurgen Klopp is the Liverpool's Ghost of Christmas Present, and Roy Hodgson is the Ghost of Liverpool's Christmas Past. <laughs> okay, <Yep. laughs> that was a, that was a long, long bow to draw. <laughs> you know what? I think it was worth it. Well done. <laughs> If you're still listening, thanks for, thanks for hanging around. But yeah, exactly um, right. I mean, I as a new owner, I'm expecting him to start uh, this game, seeing as he was benched for the the previous yeah. game, which means a blank, of course. Yeah. Um, and hopefully, mm. Simicast back in the eleven too. Yeah, hopefully, Simicast back in the eleven. Um, I don't think Darwin's going to blank. I think that I really do think, and I've been saying it for a while, that he is ready to um, to have a big haul, and maybe this is the week. Do you That's think what there's people a chance... who don't have Darwin say? <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I'm trying to be nice. I'm trying to be encouraging. Um, do you think that there's a chance that Trent it might be turn uh, Trent's turn for a rest? Oh, I don't know. Um, he's in know, such he's... great form. I know, I know. It's just that, like, it seems like Simakas and Darwin have played two out of three. If Darwin starts, and it's kind of they do have and they do have Gomez there who didn't play last weekend. So if he plays this one in place of Trent, then that would be two out of three for Gomez as well. Mm. Um, but yeah, it could it could just be that Trent just plays every game and that's what I think we have to assume slash hope for. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was something worth mentioning because it is a possibility. Yeah, it is It is a possibility. But um, yeah, Trent's been in great form, even getting assists with his ass hanging out of his shorts. Did you see that? I did see that. I did yeah. see that. As many uh, like, that's cracks as my FPL side at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 100%. It was very unfortunate because I'm fairly confident that that was the only corner that he took um, all season with, with his, his ass hanging, hanging out. out. <laughs> and it just so happened that that's the one that was going to get replayed 79 times because he actually got <laughs> He actually, um, they actually scored from it. Maybe, maybe that's what he needs, just a little bit of breeze at the top of those shorts to really, to really um, get his focus that he needs mm. from those corners. Mm. Whatever, but, uh, spe- whatever speaking was. of Trent, though, speaking of Trent, while uh, we had a little break um, in between the last segment and this, and I was doing some fiddling on um, hey. my FPL team. This is, this yes, is a G-rated FPL podcast. Team, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> it is the morning. It is the morning. No, um, I re- I've just realized that I can afford to do um, Bumo down to Gordon and then cash all the way up to Trent. Oh, for a minus four. Oh, that's pretty juicy. That's oh, pretty that juicy. Is, I, I can taste the spice from here over the board. <laughs> yeah, I tell you what. I tell you what. Put three chilies on the menu for that. For that. Um. <laughs> for that meal. <laughs> but yeah, because um, I don't know if if you saw, but um, after the Spurs game, a bit more kind of breaking news. They asked Ange about Sun. um, and it didn't sound super encouraging. They said, and Ange said. They asked him whether Sun was okay after coming off, and Ange said, "I don't know, not sure." Mm. That doesn't sound too doesn't positive. Sound great. It doesn't sound great. So now that I'm, I probably based on that, I probably can't go 
consider Sun anymore. So maybe I should do this move and get Trent in and hopefully a few more. Um, hopefully you can crack out a few more assists for me. <laughs> oh, well, let's, um, yeah, it, it's a good move. I, I really do do like that move, but yeah, you, you've be a got minus some four. thinking to do. Yeah, it would be a minus I do have four, some but... thinking to do. I do have some thinking to do. But mm. uh, both Gordon, Gordon's going up and Cash is going down today. So I've got some very quick thinking to do. You, you do, but um, after that, we've we've got a few 2 a.m. Um, kickoffs. So the first one, Brighton-Burnley, um, mm-hmm. looks stri- fairly straightforward as a Brighton win. Yep. But, yeah, like we said, we're not too sure from an FPL perspective which direction they could go yeah. because, yeah, they, I mean, well, Deserby could. I mean, they don't have a lot of options with all the injuries they've got, but, yeah, yeah, it sort of feels like they share the points around a lot. They do, they do. It's... I tell you what, there's a, there's still a few people that have got João Pedro in their team. Yeah. Um, because I guess he he just was never the priority in terms of a transfer or whatever reason they've still got him. I actually think that he's a pretty good pick now. You know, like he he seems to he doesn't start that often, but he seems to come on pretty much every time he's benched for half an hour or so. Yeah. Um, and he seems to do a lot of damage in that time. You know, if he is on the field, he's taking pens, and he. You know, he started last game, even though he didn't return. Um, I wouldn't hate having João Pedro in my team. I, I certainly don't think he's a transfer in, but I don't. I wouldn't hate having him home to Burnley if he was still there. Yeah. Um, and then the other one we talked about is Matoma. I just yeah, he's been a frustrating player this this year, but he did get another assist the other day. He does seem to be fit again. So yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't think anyone from the defense you you'd, you'd even consider. No, no. And then we got United Bournemouth. So United getting that win over Chelsea the other day. They weren't that impressive and Chelsea were pretty rubbish. So I don't know how much you can read into that, but they're you slowly don't think climbing United the United were impressive? I thought they were pretty good. United were good, but I think Chelsea were trash. So yeah, probably, yeah. Uh, I mean, if Chelsea been able to finish, they probably would have had a couple of goals in the first half like United. So yeah, um, fair enough. But Bournemouth are going into games just all guns blazing. Picking up points, yeah. they're in form. Yeah, the um the Iriola, the Iriola methods seem to be clicking in. And yeah. um yeah, honestly, like would it shock you to see Bournemouth get a result in this game? It would not shock me. Yeah, like no. you said, it would not shock me. Yeah, I think Man United are probably rightful favorites, but it wouldn't be a massive shock to me if Bournemouth got a draw or even if they won, because yeah. as you said, Man United um they haven't been great over the last few games. I thought they were pretty decent against Chelsea. I thought they were probably played... I think they played better in that game than they have for a while, but Bournemouth have been really impressive. So it wouldn't shock me to see... Um, yeah, to see them get a result at all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I tend to tend to agree a bit with that. Um, Garnacho would be a good option for this game, I reckon. I think... He, what is he? Yeah. 4.7, 4.8? And... He's so involved in everything, especially watching him closely the other day in that Chelsea game. But yeah, yeah. did he did he start in place of Rashford the other day? I think he started the, the last five games. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. So he's, um, yeah, and yeah, Rashford was benched the other day, rightly so. He's been pretty poor. He's been pretty. Yeah, he's been Trashford for a while. <laughs> Trashford indeed. But uh, Sheffield United against Brentford. So um, the Chris Wilder revolution has has started again at Sheffield United and Brentford, a boomerless Brentford. So it might not yeah. be the easy three points we probably thought it was going to be a few game weeks ago. No, I can see Sheffield winning this. Yeah, they, um, might, they might pick I mean, something they, up. There did seem to be 
a definite new manager bounce in the Liverpool game, I think. Yeah. Um, and then home to Brentford, you know, they they probably see that, especially as you said, without Bumo, they probably see that as an opportunity, and they they might actually go in into that game with a little bit of confidence and belief. And if they play like they did against Liverpool, they created a few chances. Yeah, um, yeah, they. I did. wouldn't be shocked to see them win that game at home. Mm, yeah, we'll see what what's in store there. But yeah, that I mean, yeah, I could see that being being a draw. Um, that'd be a great result for Sheffield United, all things considered. Then yeah, Wolves Forest. So. Yeah, word on the street is if Forrest lose this, um, Steve Cooper's gone. Um, yeah, with the the Huang train continue to keep rolling. You can't you can't see Huang not returning, can you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would well, be the, shocked if he didn't get a goal or an assist at least in this game. Yeah, th- this will say a lot about Forrest. Like if they're willing to really fight for for Cooper, and you know it's another away trip for the Forest fans, so. They'll be wanting to, yep. to see a reaction there. So, yeah, we might learn a lot for this game, whether they're up for the fight. Yeah, exactly right. It'd be interesting to see. Um, they didn't have any fight in them at all the other day. No, really, really poor. And they are away from home. It seems to be that it's only at the um, at the city ground that they can sort of get themselves up for a fight these days. So, mm. And Wolves have been pretty impressive, haven't they? Very. Yeah, really impressive. Just Gary yeah. O'Neill's done such a good job there. And, yeah, I mean, all things considered, they just keep – keep tracking along and yeah yeah like i keep thinking more about that huang option that we were talking about before and yeah i know like, I, I can see him scoring in be, this game 100 like i think it would be if it wasn't for the four yellow cards i really think that he might even be the most popular option this week but i think yeah. that is going to turn some people off including me because you've got as you said the four yellow cards plus he's going away to asia cup so he's going to miss He's going to miss one game in the next month or so. Plus, yeah. he's, he's, he's a short-term transfer anyway. It might just be enough to turn some people off. Yeah, but yeah. He's a he's definitely. I think he's definitely on for a haul this week. So it might be worth the transfer in, and you know, having to transfer him out again later anyway. Yeah, that's right. And then um, a real, real tasty one to to round out the the Saturday features Aston Villa Arsenal. So Villa doing the job over City. Um, Looking amazing doing it. The John McGinn show, the Leon Bailey yep. show, they, they were just covering so much of the pitch. And and Villa right, rightfully deserved that win over City. Yeah, 14 straight wins at home. And Four. who's to say they won't get 15? Like yeah. Arsenal conceding three goals to Luton. Mm. Aston Villa, amazing attacking-wise at home. Yeah. Um, Jesus, this is probably going to be Arsenal's biggest challenge of the season so far. Yeah, and that well, includes the game against Man City that they've already won. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a tough one. And, and it's probably going to alert Arsenal a bit more heading into this game after what they did against City. Like, mm. I mean, they would have known that this is going to be a hard game, but now it's like it's really drilled into their heads. Like, this is, we win this game and, you know, we, we could do, they would, do some damage. I think exactly. If Arsenal, Arsenal are going to go into this game thinking, if we can win this game, the title challenge is on. Yeah, and the um, same thing so, for Villa. If if Villa right. win this game, <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine this? If Villa win the title, it'll be like almost almost Leicester levels from um two thousand. Was it two thousand and fifteen? Two thousand and sixteen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it'd be almost as big of an upset as that. Not quite, but almost. Mm, yeah, that's gonna, that's gonna be a fantastic game. So I wonder if um Leon Bailey might start again. I think all things considered. 
He probably will. So um, something. Yeah. For, Although for he did pick up a knock at the end of the game, and then he went off, didn't he? That's it what looked he does. like. It was just yeah. <laughs> it looked like it was just a kick to the to the calf as opposed to like a strain or anything like that. So yeah, hopefully it'll be all right. And do yeah, we think man. that Cash is just permanently benched now? I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised to see him back in, in into the side. I mean, he played the game earlier, which was in the Europa League. Um, yeah, he was played it in the Europa, Europa League? League. No, that was the league yeah. game, wasn't it? No, he I no, he played the Europa League game, I think, yeah. and then he was benched for the league game last weekend, but he came on. Yes. And that's then right. this he one he on. was benched and he didn't come on. So yeah. if it if it's like a rotation thing because of fixture congestion, then maybe it is going to be cash this this week. But you'd think that given that it's Arsenal, it's like their biggest game of the season so far, yeah. just about you'd you'd think that they just want to play their best eleven. So if he's not in their best eleven anymore, then he might just be benched again. Yeah, I think it's a definite sell for managers there. Um, Everton, Chelsea. So, yeah, Everton picking up that big win against Newcastle. And, you know, they did suffer that 10-point deduction, but they've really kicked on. Um, and, yeah, yeah making, making light work of that deficit there. And Chelsea, who knows, a lot of discontent there. The fans were pretty angry after that United game. And it's just – it's really awful to watch sometimes because there were so many chances in that United game where either Sterling – Jackson or Mudrick were just running through on goals. And as yeah. always, they just make the wrong decisions. Like there's a, there's an easy pass to, to slip someone through or there's an easy shot and they just give yeah. the ball away every single time. It's so frustrating. I think it's, I think that maybe as a Chelsea fan, you're overreacting a little bit. Like you're obviously <laughs> very passionate about it, but it was only three days before that, that they managed to beat a very good Brighton team. Um, True. You know, three, two. Um, True. So, and I, I know that they did get pumped by Newcastle before that. I just think that Chelsea, they're not quite at the level that Pochettino wants them at yet. Mm. Um, but they are the kind of team that will, um, I think they're going to do better in their next run of good fixtures than they did in the first run of good fixtures at the start of the season. Because I think they have made some progress. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this, you're obviously playing, it's never an easy game playing away to Manchester United. Um, but then, and you know, a way to evidence probably a difficult game too now. But then, um, beyond that, I think I can see them going on a decent run. Yeah. Um, hopefully, the fixtures are going to a breed form for them. But yeah, I mean, you've got to say that Everton have got to be favourites for this one. Yeah, I, I mean, it hasn't been a good good place to go for Chelsea the last few seasons, so it's probably going to be yeah. um, just as tough for them. So yeah, a, a tough game indeed. And then yeah, Fulham West Ham. So both teams that had really good results. Um, this game week 15. So mm. um, another away trip for West Ham in, in the capital. But, yeah, I mean, Fulham just just slowly going under the radar. They're just, you know, they had that mm. really, like, crazy game against Liverpool on the weekend that finished 4-3, where they were yeah. very unlucky to to come away with nothing from that game. But then, you know, putting Forrest to the sword 5-0. So there could be goals in this game. There could be. Let's actually. Is it is it something to consider? Are we overlooking Fulham when it comes to Bumo replacements? Like, it's it's pretty left field. But what about yeah, like someone is... like someone like Willian? You know, if you look at the fixtures that Fulham have got coming up, they've got West Ham at home. Then they've got Newcastle. Granted, that's a difficult fixture. That's a tough one. Then they've got Burnley and Bournemouth. Yeah. So, I mean, the last two games that Fulham have played they've um what have they scored they scored five goals five and three <laughs> and then three in the game week before that 
Um, so they're scoring tons of goals, and Willie ends on pens. We know that now. They scored three goals against Wolves the week before that. So they've scored three, three, and then four in the last three weeks. Yeah, true. Yeah, maybe um, we are overlooking them. I think we are overlooking them. I think that if we're looking for an enabler, I think you've got to throw in a Fulham midfielder into the mix. Yeah. And Williams is probably the one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've heard crazier things, but yeah. No, that's pretty crazy. I, think, I mean, it is pretty crazy. <laughs> I don't know why William has taken pens off Pereira, but he has. So he seems to be the one if you were going to go for a bit of a flyer. I don't know how much William is. He's probably only going to be five, five and a half mil. Yeah. William did take penalties at Chelsea um, in the one season he was there after Hazard left. So, okay. Yeah. He was, he was He's 5.3. Yeah. He's 5.3, nice. 0.7% owned. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Like you said, it's not the craziest thing. And if you're I've... looking for that enabling, aspect if you're looking mm. to downgrade that move like like you said if you're someone trying to make funds to get a Trent or a Trippier or you know stretch the budget to get Harlan back into your side like it's yeah yeah it's not it's not the worst worst um worst idea yeah okay yeah something mm. to, something to think about if you really do need the funds if you want if you need to go that far down in your midfield yeah um it, it wouldn't be the worst you can easily bench him away to Newcastle and you've got him for those next two games as well yeah, no, I really like that. But um, then up next is Luton hosting City. So um, big few days for Luton fans at um, Kenilworth Road with, you know, hosting Arsenal now, hosting Man City. So mm. <laughs> will it be rocking? It'll be rocking. It'll be rocking. Um, but oof, are they going to? Are they going to have as much resistance against City as they City did? City on the rebound. Ooh. <laughs> well, you know what, though? You say that, but they should have been on the rebound for the last two or three weeks. True. You I know, think... they've, they haven't, City haven't been getting the results for several weeks in a row now. Yeah, so, yeah. It's, yeah. But they do have Rodri back, and that's huge for them. It is. It is. Um, it feels like the kind of game where Rodri will get a, a goal in like a one or two nil win, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, or I don't know. If uh, oh. I feel like Man City might score a few more than one or two, but oh, yeah, we'll let's, see. Let's hope because I think um, uh, Haaland is going to be very popular um, with the armband. And then, yeah, finishing off Spurs, Newcastle. So, yeah, both who just finished up only a couple hours ago. Yeah, Spurs, yep. we don't know about Hummin Sun. I mean, I mentioned earlier, I thought I'd saw something from one of the above average boys, but yeah, you, you're, you've said now that Andrew said he's just got no idea and yeah, we're probably not going to yeah. find out. And the, the tough not, thing yeah. is because that Spurs game is on like the Monday morning. We're probably not we going to find out. We won't, we're but not going to get information. The fact that Ange took him off me, like, and then, he said, I, and then he said, I'm not sure that basically putting two, two and two together is confirmation that he came off because of an injury. Yeah. Um, and he's saying he's not sure how bad the injury is. So based on that and the fact that we're not going to get information before the deadline, yeah, it's, um, it is a concern for Sun owners. If you're a Sun owner, do you hold him with that information and risk having a lot of money on the bench because he's not, he's not going to play and you're going to have to have someone come in for him? Yeah. Or do you make a transfer and bring someone in that can, you know, do do some good things for you? So yeah. that's a, yeah. I mean, I was very, very jealous of Sun owners for the last few weeks and all of a sudden I don't envy them at all. Mm, yeah, he, he did feel a little bit peripheral today in in the game, mm. um, in the in the large chunks of it that that I watched. But you know, at that stage, I think you know West Ham already had their goal, and they were, you know you could tell they were quite happy just to sit back and 
leave the Tottenham Stadium with the draw, but you know the fact yeah. that they managed to get the the win really solidified that. But yeah, and Newcastle, well, yeah, like we said, they've got a they've got a big few days ahead of them. So you know, another trip on the yeah. road to a rebounding Spurs, and then Milan at home. So. Mm. Yeah, it's the Physio Ward Derby this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Physio's gonna be very uh busy indeed. Um I know a lot of managers out there are sort of looking for a striking option. Now I know Harland and Watkins just seem to be the most popular picks, but I see Isaac a lot in a lot of sides, but he just yep. he hasn't returned the last few games. And no. I get a bit worried that if Eddie Howe's going to rotate. It's It might be the Isaac spot because he's so important for them, especially with that. I just keep thinking with this Milan game coming up, if Eddie Howe was to rest anyone for a few minutes, it's probably going to be Isaac because they just need him 100% for the Milan game. So we think, I mean, having said that, like the only but other they've got no one to rest play, him with. That's the well, thing. That's what I mean. Like they'd be playing Gordon, right? Yeah, maybe Gordon, but then and like Gordon's he, also someone that's played pretty much every minute of every game, and he's needed for the same Milan game. Yeah, and they but they just don't have the depth to really rotate. I'm sure he'd love I, to rotate, but apparently, um, Callum Wilson's pretty close to a return, but they're not going to throw him in for 90 minutes, no, or even close to 90 minutes. Um, no, of course you know, not. in this game, and definitely not in the Champions League either. So the thing is, Callum Wilson's always close to a return, but he's also close to another injury. He's <laughs> just. It's just yeah. a tough one, but yeah. Um, from yeah, yeah I, I do like Isaac, but yeah, I just feel like he's probably not a buy. Um, no, he's definitely not a buy. He's, feels like he's, he's already he, in the red. I think he's a, he's a hold if you have him because there's other problems that are bigger than him. But yeah, um, yeah, he's certainly not a buy because a he is going to need a rest at some point, and we don't know when. And b Callum Wilson's going to be back anytime. Um, and see, they're playing away from home, and it's like they're just not good away from home. Yeah, yeah. you know that everyone talks about how bad Villa are away from home compared to how good they are at home. Yeah, Newcastle, the difference between their home and away form is even more stark than Villa. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, we don't have much time to to you know stew about these things with that that deadline approaching. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, we we better get thinking. But um, anyway, that's game week 16 that we've got to look ahead. But now it's time for Goodwill Punting, where we look at a differential for the game week. And Andrew, who have you picked out? Um, I know this is highly um, unconventional, but <laughs> I'm going to, I want to change mine. <laughs> Harland. <laughs> <laughs> I want to change mine to Willian after having our little conversation. Oh, I like it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I had um I on our little rundown spreadsheet, I had Luke Shaw, but I was never really particularly in love with that pick. And I think I've talked myself into choosing Willian. He's 5.3, 0.7% owned. He's on pens for Fulham and they are home to West Ham. Um, and then even the weeks following that, I know we we're only talking about it for one week, but yeah, you know, after Newcastle away, they've got Burnley at home and then Bournemouth away. So three out of the next four great fixtures. Um, and yeah, West Ham at home is a pretty decent fixture. They've scored three goals, four goals, yeah, and four and five goals in the last three games. I <laughs> know oh, three goals, three goals, and five goals. Yeah, um, and Willian's been involved. So, yep, he's my he's my boy. Yeah, I like I like it. Um, good last minute switcheroo. Yeah, I think so. I'm happier with I'm happier with that than the one that I had in there. 
<laughs> um, funnily enough, I've got a last minute switcheroo too because something occurred oh, no. to me while okay. we're doing the, the preview. So I, I'm I'm doing the last minute switcheroo too, but I'm going with Garnacho. So Ooh, I did yes. mention him before that that fixture against Bournemouth. Um, yep, it is at home. Yes, it is at home. I'm just double checking. So yeah, four point seven million. Um, yep. He's only like two point three percent owned and. Um, yeah, just watching him the other day, he just seems to be involved in a lot. Now he's only scored, um, what has he scored? Only one goal this season and one assist. Um, but he did get the assist against Chelsea and that, that goal came. And I don't remember the goal. The goal was the um, scorping, uh, the scissor kick bicycle goal. Oh, you, are you being sarcastic? I am being sarcastic. Okay. Sorry about I, that. You didn't use your sarcastic font. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. So, yeah, he's in form. So, yeah, two attacking returns in his last three games and um, the starts seem to be f- um, fairly regular and, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, he's I'm certainly gonna... in a better form than Marcus Rashford, so why would he not continue to start? True, yeah. I just He's just such an odd-looking dude, don't you think? Ganacho. ganacho has got like a really square jaw with that real like bowl-cut bleached haircut. So it's sort of yeah, like yeah, a yeah. fancy Cole Palmer. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's a fan. like Cole Palmer's gone to Just Cuts, but he's gone to like a proper salon. To get yeah, one bowl. of those ones you see on um Instagram that yeah yeah the special haircuts and stuff there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I anyway. can't afford those places, mate. Hey, no, I um I go down the road to my local barber shop. So. <laughs> um, even then, I think I pay too much money. But uh, yeah, our our picks for the previous game week, which was actually game week four, uh, was it thirteen? Yeah. Because we, we didn't do... Um, oh, the, hang on. Was it 14? Because we've just had 15. Fi- we just had 15. Uh, was it 14? So our picks would have been yes. for 14. Yeah. So um, you had Ethan Pinnock, which uh, yep. finished with two points. I had Yon Visa, which finished with two points. So we both did pretty crap. We we both done bad, which is quite representative of this season. But anyway. That is, that's exactly the way FPL sign it rolls. But, um, oh, Captain, my Captain, top three. Captaincy picks heading into game week 16? Um, okay, I've got Haaland as yeah. my number one, just yeah. away to Luton. I just, I mean, usually I would say that Luton are pretty hard to break down at home, but obviously Arsenal have, um, yeah, have ruined that theory. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think Salah is probably the op- the obvious the uh, second choice. Yeah. Um, I don't even know who my third choice is. I had Bumo, but obviously he's not going to, He's not going to be there anymore. Yeah. Um. So I think I'm just going to go without a third choice this week. Yeah. It's a, I don't know. Cheeky one could be. I don't know, an an Arsenal Arsenal attack uh, Arsenal attacker or. Yeah, um, a way to Villa though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah or Villa, um, <laughs> even Villa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's right. Like Watkins wouldn't be the worst yeah, for a third. Yeah. True. Um, or even like a. You know what? You know who I think would be my third choice. Who? Um, probably Darwin away to Darwin. Oh, yeah, okay. I think so because I think that he's definitely going to start, and we know when you have ninety minutes of Darwin chaos, stuff's going to happen. Don't know if it's going to be goals, but stuff's going to happen. It might be goals, goals, braids. Who knows what's going to happen? Red cards, <laughs> yellow cards, red yellow cards, cards, own goals. Was it at yeah. Palace last season where he got the red card in like his first game? Oh, the headbutt? Yeah, that was a palace, wasn't uh, it? I, was it? I can't remember. I'll take your word for it. I can't yeah. remember who he headbutted. Gonna, like I said, we don't fact check here, so I'm going with um 
There'll be people screaming into their headphones. (laughs) (laughs) I might look it up while you, uh, while you riff for a bit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with those. Well, I agree with the two picks. Um, uh, people who own Darwin go through a perennial cycle of, I think he's going to return and then he doesn't return. So uh, yeah, I I don't know. Maybe someone like Bruno Fernandes, if you still got, got him in your side, maybe that's a good third pick, but yeah. Yeah, he's never missed two penalties in a row. So, mm, yeah. So anyway, I'm. St- oh yeah, I Darwin. Uh, not Darwin Nunez. Um, Erling Carlin for me is is the the number one pick. And yeah, Salah looking for his two hundredth Liverpool goal um, yep. in second after the two blanks in a row. But um, I will do a quick roundup of the FPL Sunday Podcast League ladder and fresh. I'm just refreshing it now. So Ashley Huben is still leading. So. Um, with his side, Kane in Diaz. So he finished this game with, with 41 points and has a 10-point lead over Gavin Pulbrook um, there with his side, Snorlax FC on 9.56. Um, Harley Honig with long sleeve energy is coming in third with 935 points. And our good friend, Brett Woodward, who was sitting in the podium um, last game week, is now dropped down to fourth. So he finished with 35 points this game week on 932. And I might as well go down to fifth. Stu Pankin, good friend of the show, um, who had the insane title bout with Mira last season. Um, yep. Just backing up from last season, he's on 930 points and, and in the top five there. So um, is that so? Is that updated for the games this morning? That is updated with the games this morning. So well yeah, done nice. to, to everyone out there. And yeah, manager of the game week, was Partha Sarathi Banaji with their side PSB Eindhoven. So um, 59 points. So, oh, yeah. Oofed. Oofed. Oofed indeed. So, yeah, Pickford in goals with the seven points. Superb. Pedro Porro, five. Gabriel, one. Trent Alexander-Arnold with his bum crack with the 12 points. And then nice. your man Martinelli, seven points. Hung Min Sun, captain. So, um, different Ooh, captaincy. Missed the captain and still got 59. Yeah, which is crazy. Saka, five points. Um, Bumo, six points. Palmer, eight points. Solanke, two. And Erling Haaland with two. So um, well done there, PSB, with um, with the points there. Good supporter of the show too. So um, yeah. You, thing, hashtag, you love to see it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, he's got a pretty good team. I like that team. Yeah. it's a, I mean, it's a salaryless team, but yeah. Like, yeah. Sometimes like, like you read out the manager of the week and it's like, wow, those are some random selections, but yeah. that's a really, that's a nice team that I'd like to have moving forward. Yeah. And I, I honestly, I did like the sun shout for the captaincy. So um, it's just one of those weeks where none of the captains have, have gone off, but it, yeah. you know, heading into the last game of the, of the game, we probably had it you know, a lot of hope to really make some big grounds, but yeah, 59 points this week is, is, um, is bonkers. What about yourself? Do you know where you're sitting? Uh, I don't. I can uh, tell you, you're sitting 30th. So you, you, oh, okay, risen. Back to 30th. I've been, I've been hovering around 30th for weeks. Like I'll, it's always between sort of like 29th and 37th. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, anyway, it's a green arrow this week, which is good. Good job. I've, um, I've gone up to 67th. So, woo. Uh, Coming. A couple of places too high, in my opinion. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll drop back down. Red arrow <laughs> loading. So, um, yeah, well done to everyone out there. But, um, yeah, thanks again for joining us. Um, remember, you can follow us, Twitter and Instagram, at FPL Signet. And make sure you give Andrew a follow at FPL underscore point break. And, yeah, hit those like and subscribe and re- retweet. So thanks again, everyone, for 
um yeah the love for the show and especially at this crazy christmas time content creators are just doing absolute bits at the moment so um it's it's uh i feel like it's almost a full-time job supporting all of our favorite content creators at the moment yeah. with all the all the content they're doing so yeah oh, for sure for they're sure. in my ears constantly at the moment yeah me too me too i'm just around the house doing whatever yeah. doing housework cleaning AirPods up making in. dinner listening listening yeah. to everyone else and trying to get some ideas on what to do with my own team which is the most difficult thing at the moment yeah tell me about it but um Anyways, so we've got a few fires to put out with our sides, but I'm sure we'll navigate we that. And yeah, and just confirming for you, Pete, it was Crystal Palace that Darwin uh, got sent off against. He headbutted um, Anderson. So we do fact check sometimes. Yeah, it was Anderson. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. We don't. Yeah. I mean, I don't think we need to fact check. Like so far, we've always been right. So we just <laughs> we just won't fact check in the future and just assume all right. <laughs> yeah, just don't check if yeah that's what they do at South Korean military camp. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That one probably we shouldn't fact check. Yeah, that probably won't work out well. well. A little bit of mystery is always good for the listeners. Well, that's right. That's right. Oh. Well, thanks for joining me on this um, caffeine fueled uh, Friday morning. A bit different yep. for us, but we met, we managed to do it. We're actually going to record this. When was it? Was it Wednesday night? But like only two yeah. fixtures have been played out, and we're like, we have, we don't know what to talk about. So I'm so glad that we didn't because Bumo got injured the following morning, and that's obviously the main talking point this week. So yeah. it would have been, it would have been a trash pod if we'd done one on Wednesday night, really, yeah. and then yeah, it would outdated. have been out of date, outdated already. Yeah. yeah. Um, bonus points are in officially, by the way, Pete Poro Ooh. did hold on to those two bonus. So yes um it's it's official it's in it's in blood now yeah green arrow thanks let's go yes. <laughs> all right well on that note that's a great place to finish up so thanks yep. thanks again mate all right you too and good uh, have luck a good to week. everyone I hope out you, there that's right i hope everyone has green arrows um this game week let's go as we we head into the the festive season so um as always let your defensive sheets be clean and your arrows green see you listeners